She bought that. The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. Welcome back to The Fitting Room. We are beyond, beyond thrilled to bring you our guest this week. We've got Mario Abad in the house. Mario is the fashion editor at Paper Magazine. I am fully obsessed with him. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on Oscar Sunday, no oh less. I know. I know. second biggest night. Exactly. Are you just like, do you have like multiple screens up? Are you like tracking everything? Or? <laughs> Pretty much. I got my iPad, my phone, my laptop, my TV. Um, it's it's really just like, uh, like uh, a battleground of like staying on top of all the looks that are going to come in. And I love that we actually met at the Met Gala I know. Uh, last year. And now we're talking during Oscar night. Like we're just like meant to like be... <laughs> In each other's lives during big fashion Exactly, exactly. I know it was so funny when we were trying to like figure out the schedule and I was like, okay, like when can we get Mario on? And I was like, wait, what about this Sunday? And then I was like, okay, well, it's Oscar Sunday. Um, shit, what time? And like just trying to like coordinate. And um, yeah, it's going to be... We're luckily recording earlier enough to where I think we can all get home and tune in. Um, but yeah, I mean, just jumping right into it, who are you most excited to see, I think, maybe tonight? Um, yeah, I'm, let's see. I'm usually not as excited for film events because mm. the stars aren't really like, like, we're not going to see Rihanna. Yeah. Like, we're not going to see, like, Taylor Swift, Beyonce. Um, <laughs> that said, I, you know, we're going to see Zendaya for sure and Anya yes. Taylor-Joy. I think those two girls always bring it and yeah. I'm excited to see they're aware yeah for sure. yeah I know yeah. I'm I am curious it's it's such a strange year too because it's like you know we're coming out of sort of I guess is this me maybe the first did we have we had Oscars last year but I feel like it was, it was just sort of like a, at home yeah it was yeah. Right? right yeah and so it's like yeah tracking all of the looks just like on Instagram or on socials but I, yeah I'm excited for the carpet Johnny and I were talking earlier about and something that we always you know kind of discuss on the pod is you know sustainability and archive and it's like we were like oh man we really hope to see like more archive this year because um, that's always super fun and we were talking also before there's such a fucking shortage of looks out in the world because of supply chain I know that you probably know this and it's just like what is even available <laughs> like... I, I agree I mean I, it is I think in my opinion more special to see an archive look because you know a lot of thought went into you know making like a statement in that sense and not just wearing, like trying to be the first to pull a look that you know, it just came off the runway. Unfortunately, most of these movie stars are going to, like, wear something newer just because, you know, in their contract, they're going to, you know, wear something hot off the runways. But I yeah. do always appreciate a, a vintage moment. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, is there anything, because, I mean, you... <sighs> I know that you spent so much of fashion month like out at the shows. Is there anything in particular that you saw that you kind of like are hoping to see tonight? Maybe. Oh, in terms of like looks. Yeah. Like, you saw? Um, good question. I, I, I'm trying to think of like what, what I was wowed by. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure you're gonna see a Diesel look tonight, but I was really <laughs> obsessed with just like that hot girl Diesel moment we saw. I think it was like one of my favorites um, in terms of like evening wear. Like, um, I'm pretty sure we might see a Valentino pink. Oh PCE sure, moment. sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to and like yeah, and uh, like we're not gonna see like you know like more of like those street looks that that i love but i mean t- i mean we're gonna see armani Privé, mm-hmm. um uh dior au couture for better or worse um <laughs> and, and it, it's always gonna be predictable in that sense yeah um so i i i appreciate when you know the the stars push the envelope in that sense like okay you're gonna wear this brand but what's like how are you going to make it like modern and, yeah. like, yeah i wonder if anyone's going to wear jean-paul gautier the oh, glenn yeah, martins the new, the couture. The i would die i would die too i think that's that, that yeah that they showed in uh, in uh, january right mm-hmm. yeah so i am excited for that that's the rumor is they're going to be some looks pulled for tonight and <gasps> maybe after party right maybe oh, not oh yeah after. yeah um, maybe like vanity uh, fair gov ball or, or whatever or Elton yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, oh. Madonna's. yeah so i'm good i'm expecting to see more like high high fashion like avant-garde for the after parties and i you know red carpet maybe a little bit more safe just because mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah absolutely i know i it's like a part of like I feel the kind of the same way in regards to like Met Gala sometimes too. It's like, it's almost more fun to watch the after party looks come like get photographed. But yeah, I, I would love to see some of Glenn's stuff. I have a pending placement for <gasps> the Elton John party tonight. So we'll see. Oh, I've been working all week long on that one, <laughs> on that one so placement. I, I always wondered that because, like, is it really like you never know what they're gonna wear until you see them on the TV in terms of like pending looks? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's so funny, um, Mario, because I was gonna ask you the same thing too right now. You know, with like all these like <laughs> the rumors swirling of like the yeah. girls, what are they gonna wear? Yeah, I just. I mean, with this one placement pending, which I'm just like, if it if it goes through, hopefully, you know, it'll be a purchase too on top of oh, it. Even better. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I, I won't, like, we won't know. We won't know until thing. it's tonight. But this is really interesting because, like, on mm-hmm. my side, like as a stylist, you know, Met Gala is one thing, but like for award season, it's like you know, sending out the requests, hopefully getting pieces, you know, sent in for your mm-hmm. client. I'm surprised that there isn't more communication there because like normally it's like the PRs like, yo, if they're not fucking wearing this and it's not confirmed, like send it back. Mm. <laughs> or if, you know, it's like if there's there's should be that confirmation. But it's it's the girls, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everyone's at the mercy of the girls. Yeah, that's how it is. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I feel like it's a mix right now. Like there's I think there's still kind of those um, uh, maybe like placements that are not as certain until mm. the day of but then like as an editor I I still get um like today for example I got a few brands and then um their confirmations and it's like a list right yeah. of like the, these celebrities are wearing this brand to the Oscars to the to this after party so there's there's definitely like um looks that are locked down I yeah. think maybe those are more for like the really really big like 
legacy houses that, mm-hmm. you know, are just like have all like so much structure and whatnot. So I think it's a mix. Yeah. I know that Brooke wanted to ask how you got in. You know, you mentioned your job as an editor. Uh, do you feel, I mean, it must be. I mean, it's almost like godlike knowing who's going to wear what tonight. So, are you even going? To, <laughs> are you even going to be surprised, or, or like what? How are you going to report what? I mean, what the PR houses are sending in? Does that make sense? Um, am I going to be surprised of, of what looks we're going, I'm going to see? Yeah, because you. I mean, if I if I understood correctly, because uh, being a fashion. Okay, side note. I've always wanted to be like a fashion editor <laughs> for. <laughs> Anything I know, we discuss this all the time here. I want to be everything. Johnny I wanna wants be to be cr- everything. He yeah. wants to be a costume designer. He wants to be an editor. But that's like, yeah, it's like all of us. So, <laughs> so wait. So the PR company send you confirmations for what the girls are gonna wear tonight? Exactly. So wow. they do that for credit purposes. So right. during the award seasons, a mm. lot of the you know, fashion websites will continuously update you know like a photo gallery throughout the night and so a lot of brands will send like confirmations in advance just so you know the digital team or whoever's doing those credits you know it's they can get a head start Mm -hmm. um so it's really just a courtesy but it's again it's not for every brand i'm still going to definitely see some surprises Um, and i can say this now because this probably won't air until after but like dior for example just sent um, their confirmations and it's like you know like a, a you know like 10 women mm-hmm. um, eight men um oh, great like Olivia Coleman's wearing Dior tonight um, oh <laughs> tea um interesting but, what an interesting yeah. match yeah 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 and I, I she's like the biggest uh name for Dior uh on oh. that list everyone else is like I mean, well, it's, you know, I remember too. So like, just to kind of give everybody uh, an idea. So at Met Gala last year, um, Mario and I met Instagram through like, I guess you'd call it what, like a creator's suite event where they, and I think we've talked about this on pod before too, where it was like a bunch of creators, journalists, everyone was at um, the Mark Hotel in the penthouse and they had photo ops and gifting and, you know, this huge massive room set up with a bunch of screens where everyone was able to sort of like watch the carpet and watch, you know, everybody coming in and leaving the hotels and whatever and just like obviously in order to like blast on Insta and, you know, just kind of make it a really big event and like Mm -hmm. a fun thing. Um, And we met there and it was so interesting because, you know, speaking to having those confirmations early as opposed to like tracking it as it's happening, because obviously everyone is in such a fucking rush to be the first to get the information out. Um, I remember like, there were a few looks at Met last year where I was like in the room hanging out with everyone just like watching and it was just like people were just like yelling like so-and-so's in this, so-and-so's in Versace, blah, blah, blah. Wait, is that true? Like, wait, no, it's this. And like there's all of that communication and like rush to get it right. And so to know that there is sort of like that back channel of like credits con- like being confirmed. God, it must, just must save so much time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a warehouse because if we yeah. don't get confirmations in advance, we'll see something on the TV just like everyone else. And then, like, we, like you said, right? We're like guessing, wait, is that the Versace look? Like, we're like trying to like 
confirmed because yeah. we, we haven't gotten the email yet from the PR or they haven't announced it on the stream. So we're like guessing because we want to like, like you said, like uh, post online and like, yeah. you know, hopefully be first or Inform early the at people. it. So <laughs> it's really, really, yeah, it's really, really like, uh, like a game in that sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How long have you been at paper? It'll be three years this summer. Oh my gosh, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, we uh gone through a lot of changes, obviously, with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, affected lots of publications. But um, yeah, here I am. That's amazing. Cool. And then did you, you know, Johnny had mentioned, um, did you go to school for journalism or how did you kind of like get into this and even more specific to like fashion? Yeah. So I went to school at Texas Christian University, TCU, mm-hmm. um, North Texas. Uh, I grew up 10 minutes, 10 minutes from my university. I, just, I, guess, I guess I just wanted to stay near my hometown, but they did have a fashion merchandising program. And I originally thought I wanted to be a buyer. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be the next Ken Downing, like, cause I like followed his <laughs> career path. And uh-huh. that, at the time he was from Dallas. I was like, wait, this is, this seems like you know, like a suitable path for me. Um, Then like, I guess midway through my studies, I was like, I hate math. I hate Excel sheets. I hate, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, like all these different, um, you know, like technical, I guess, skills. Um, And so I was like, okay, well, I love fashion, but I don't think buying is for me. So I kind of switched gears. Um, I studied abroad in London and I interned at InStyle UK um in like the fashion cupboard as they call it over there over there <laughs> not a closet the closet um, versus a cupboard yeah fashion <laughs> cupboard. um and yeah it was a formative experience for me and I, and I was just you know like surrounded by all these samples of like you know in shoes and, and clothes and i was like yeah that was like i i was like i need to be here um yeah. the magazine the magazine folded like a couple of years later but that was like the start of like my i guess path i came back to new york interned at harper's bazaar very claire um and then when i graduated i uh moved to new york right away yeah oh my gosh that's great yeah yeah, yeah. um these internships were they at the time where they were still unpaid yeah exactly. okay yeah. Obviously, they're a lot more strict now in terms of like who can intern and like, um, like you know, getting school credit and whatnot. Yeah. Back then, it was a bit more of like, uh, you know, disorganized. Um, but um, obviously, the, like as you guys know in this industry, like getting in is about relationships, and like that's mm-hmm. why interns- internships are so important because yeah, you never know which editor, or which higher up will recommend you, you know, for a job, and it's still like that to this day. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's how I started my job at uh, at Vivian Westwood as an intern. Oh, really? Yeah, I, unpaid. God, that was awful. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember like one of my dreams was also to move to New York and intern at Vogue. But I'm like, how how do you do that? Yeah. Like, as an unpaid intern living in in a city like that, how did you manage? Oh yeah, I'm glad you asked that. Um, so I had been working re- at retail um, in high school and college uh-huh. and I saved up a ton of money like oh wow like at least like I guess like 10 grand or something okay. just like oh, great. You know, working the, <laughs> yeah like working the shop floor like living at home where obviously. did you work and, can you share yeah I was at forever 21 ah, yes park <laughs> 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 in Arlington um you know <laughs> toiling away in this in the stock room and the cashier and you know whatnot and 
Um, and yeah, I was there for years and years and saved up money. And that's how I could, you know, afford to study in London and wow. afford to move, go to New York in the summer and mm-hmm. intern unpaid um, at Bazaar and, and, and other, the other Hearst magazine. So that, yeah, that was, that was definitely, otherwise I, you know, my parents weren't going to help with that. So, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Were your parents pissed off? I mean, you're Colombian, right? Ecuadorian. Oh, Ecuadorian. Okay. I got the the flag wrong. Um, I can barely see it in the bio. I'm like, does it? Um, were you, were you born in Ecuador or? Yes, I was born in Ecuador, but Uh then I grew up in Dallas, outside of Dallas when I was four. Okay. So, cause my, my grandma was really upset when she found out that I was working, uh, as an unpaid, um, like laborer. Mm. Um, did you have something like that similar in your family or? Um, I, I would, I would, I would don't think so. My, my parents oh. were really supportive. Mm. Um, I think they knew deep down I had like this, like innate, like, you know, talent for, and, and, and like love for the industry. And like, yeah. I think I would, you know, succeed and, um, they luckily they, their, their mindset or background isn't like very like traditional, like career, like you need to like study this. It was more yeah. of just like, we want you to be happy and like succeed. And so thankfully, um, they were supportive of that. That's good. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, well, yeah. something that, you know, we were so excited to talk to you about again was fashion month. Um, and so what was the first, do you remember what the first fashion show you attended was? Yes, I do. Um, uh, this was in London when I was studying abroad mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> um, there was this, uh, there was this show, um, it's, not, it's not around anymore, it's called Topshop Unique. Well, the brand oh, yeah. Topshop Unique still exists, but back then they would show during fashion week for their unique line, which is, I guess, more elevated or whatnot. Yeah. Um, And it was around the corner from the school I was at. And um, I just remember really wanting to attend. And so (laughs) I went to the um, show and to the front, you know, the ladies with the iPads. And I just explained to her, I think I said I was (laughs) my, my editor from Vogue, from Vogue Russia, I think I said, couldn't make it. So I'm here in her place. <laughs> and I made up some random name like Paulina or something. Um, I, she couldn't, I wasn't, it wasn't on the list, but I don't know, I guess my confidence or yeah. whatever, it worked out. And um, some, I had a, a friend who was already inside and she waved at me. And so oh. the lady was here. Amazing. So, <laughs> oh my God. That was the first show I ever stuck into, and um, it was it, it was just everything. I mean, Anna Wintour was next to Kate Moss sitting <gasps> front row. I mean, those are the kind of moments, like as a young like fashion student, you just like dream of like being around. And I just remember remember like, wow, like I'm so like this is everything. Yeah, um, yeah. My first show I, I attended as actually being invited and not crashing <laughs> uh, a couple of months later uh same semester when i was studying abroad but um i went to like paris for like a weekend for like a little like a tourist like a like a trip right mm-hmm. and it just so happened to fall during paris fashion week and i had reached out to like every pr just like looking looking them up on like online and the only one that got back to me was this brand called andrew jen um, yeah of course mm-hmm. yeah 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 and um 
at the time I had like, I guess like a blog, like, 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 like really low budget, like <laughs> crossing my, 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 my study abroad um, travels or whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, like I write, you know, I have my, I have a blog. <laughs> and they got back to me and they gave me a standing ticket. And I remember I went, I had like, you know, you know, they mailed the hard copy invite to my hotel. And I, and I, I just remember flashing it to security and feeling like, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm like that girl. I was like 19 at the time or something. And yeah. And like, who was there? I'm trying to think. Like, I think I took a selfie with like Glenda Bailey from Harper's Bazaar. Oh I was just God. like this like naive, like excited young fashion student. And um, yeah, seeing the show. So yeah, that was my first like actual invite show. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> incredible. Holy shit. Yeah. I remember Topshop Unique. I think I still have a couple of their pieces. Or I remember mm-hmm. like seeing it and just being like, oh, really? And like, oh, great. Um, those are good shows. Like, yeah, uh, yeah it seems just like a lot of like fun. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah it was all definitely the, all of the time. Girls, Jordan yes. John, Alexa Song, everyone would go. Oh my God, Alexa, icon. <laughs> and now this feeling of uh, you mentioned right now being a 19 year old uh, kid in fashion, a student, seeing these, I just incredible women um have you had that recently have have you had anything like that happen where you kind oh, of yeah. like like a pinch me moment yeah anything from this season <laughs> I think, yeah I, I, I would say um my first chanel show this past season was probably a pinch me moment oh really I, for every like i guess fashion person that's like mm-hmm. like the creme de la creme of like shows mm-hmm. um Obviously, I I wish I, I wish I had gone during the Karl Lagerfeld era because those shows were just like out of this world yeah. you know, in terms of like production um, and whatnot. So sadly, I'll, I won't experience that. But you know, <laughs> this was still I think a highlight for me for sure. Just, Major. And I, and I still and I kept the the hard copy invite and it's like in in like my little shelf. Oh, just, good, <laughs> cute. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, what, there was so much, I mean, I've just obviously been following you for so long and this season in particular was so fun to kind of see like what shows you were at. And then of course, like all of the drama and like specific to, I was telling Johnny about this, I think like kind of after it had happened, but one show that kind of stuck out in particular was the Marine Sarah show. Can you talk, will you like explain to everybody sort of like what happened? Cause following you and like seeing all of that happen real time, I was like, the fuck? Like, how is this? Ha- like, this is crazy. Uh, and you know, I, I really, I, I do, I tend to do that a lot. When I go, when I go to shows, um, you know, all the other editors or whoever attends typically just captures like, the model on the runway or the finale yeah. and like it. I really try to like capture like everything else around yeah. it. Like that really shows like like you're there and like I want people to see like like all the different dynamics of, of of a show like throughout the week. So for Marine Stare in particular, I mean that was just a shit show like before you even walked in just because this was in the Marais district and it's it's a, you know it's like a very like trendy like night like nightlife hotspot. Um, so I, 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 you know, I go towards the venue and there's just like a mob of, of people outside trying to get in, which is not, um, 
it's you know it that that's it's it's, it's a thing right during fashion week especially in europe like yeah. there's always people trying to get in but the you know the lines the or whatever the entries like people actually go in like you're like getting in like slowly but surely you'll get in this show no one was getting in it was you know no one was being let in for whatever reason um i was like i was behind like big 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 directors from like new york new york times and vogue and and they were not being let in and um i think i think it was just like a logistical issue on their end i think they maybe didn't the setup i don't know the entrance for, but for whatever reason they said they were at capacity which was obviously bullshit because <laughs> there's there's like a whole like everyone was outside of like, <laughs> of, of, yeah of, uh, uh, outside with, with their with their invitations um mind you and this is like more niche i guess but typically at shows abroad you'll have someone from the american press team on site and yeah. they will help people from you know the american press if they you know if they see someone like back like, like they're not going to just like let them wait out there they're going to let them in obviously because they recognize their faces or whatnot so there was no one from the american team at this show i will say if there was i it, i think it definitely would have been a different experience yeah um, marine sarah's so, they're what who's who does their pr is it pr consulting i think exactly right? yeah. yeah so they only had their local the, the paris team um oh. at the door and um so yeah it was unfortunate because there was you know it was a lot, lot of pushing and shoving and no one oh likes to God. be like in the, middle, in the middle of that and like people are like getting really aggressive and yeah and, and so i like <laughs> I, doc, I, doc, I documented all of that i story. was like watching it and i was like oh my god this is insane it, like just you could feel it too and like you do capture those moments like so well and i just remember having that like anxiety of being like is mario gonna get in is he gonna see marine sarah like what is going on like what the hell this is crazy um and then you got like, escorted in. I... in the back right <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I texted, um, I texted uh, my friend Jessica from the, from the New York Times, who was let in, and she told me there was a back entrance. So I go to the back, and there's no line, and so yeah, it was definitely one of those things where like you had to like I guess know someone, yeah, on like, that like how to get in, and I was let in. I, I go inside. It's not. It doesn't seem my capacity at all. It's a standing <laughs> show. Jesus, mind you. There was a trend, I feel like, this month because the other shit show of the fashion month was in Milan in at Marnie, which is also standing yes! only. So it seems to oh me Oh my like God, yes. Thank you for bringing this up. The problems that arose somehow had the standing room situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, talk to us about that Marnie show because it looked... I... It looked fucking crazy. And I was like, how is this even working? And uh, yeah, it seemed... Like the idea seemed very cool, but the execution, yeah. I, I was like, uh, no, <laughs> not for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. So if you if you don't follow me and like you don't know what happened, um, I talk about this. But basically, uh, when they send out the invitations, it said, you know, so usually for shows, you'll get your invitation um, uh, emailed and it'll say mm -hmm. your seat number and your seat row or whatever. This time for Marnie, it's, it just said, you know, this is like standing, everyone will be standing only, um, something to the effect of, you know, like, I guess, equal, whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> which is yeah. like great in theory, I guess, because there won't be like this hierarchy of like, you know, how it usually is. But yeah. anyway, I go in and it, immediately there's like, 
you know, tons and tons of people crowded around this, like, this kind of like rocky runway. Um, <laughs> and I go in and it's, you know, I'm trying to find like, okay, like where can I get like a decent view? Because yeah. at this at this point you can't, like everyone's like blocking um, your view. And the, sh- the show starts really, really late, um, which was unfortunate because the show right after that was a uh, True Sardi, which was another really, yes. really mm. anticipated yes. show. Everyone wanted to go to that because the new designers were showing. Unfortunately, it was on the other side of town. On the other side of town, it, yeah. Like, because Marnie was like really, really north. So the Marnie show was at four. True Sardi was at five. Marnie didn't start until like 4.45, 4.50. Oh, shit. And, and then this is also my first Marnie show. I don't know if this is true. It might be, but I guess their models usually walk slow. But this show in particular, <laughs> they all, they walk really, really, really slow. And no. you, could just, you could just see in people's faces. They were like, oh, my God. Like, oh, no. This show is never going to end. Everyone's and, missing True Sardi. It was basically starting. I'm like standing behind Imran Ahmed, who's like looking at his phone the entire time. And finally he just like gets up, like like leaves the runway um, and like tries to leave. So this is where it gets <gasps> yes. the shit show because you have, I guess, security blocking all the doors and the entrances. People what? can't leave. And we're and yeah. uh, it's like, well, why can't we leave? And um, so I wasn't trying to leave. I was <laughs> like, well. I, I don't think I got a ticket. To, I don't think I got a ticket to Trusardi, so that's why I wasn't like in a rush. Oh, sure, but, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, yeah, like trying to like you know take content. Um, people are trying to leave; they won't let them out. Um, afterwards, I like people would tell people would tell me like, um, oh yeah, like Susie Mankes was like banging against the door like a crazy woman. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 Allegedly, um, but ever since then, I got just, I just got that image in my head. Like, oh my god, I can totally see that because for sure. <laughs> these are like veterans, right? They're not gonna like wait around for a show like start it an hour late, and the no. models are walking like super super slow, and like they have to go. Like you just like you know they they've been around too long for that, right? Yeah. So like I get it. Finally, the show is finally over, um, and we find out the reason why they wouldn't let anyone out is because of the surprise at the end where they open the doors and there's like this courtyard of like a banquet of like food and like- Oh my gosh, yes, that's right. Yeah, it was beautiful and gorgeous. And I wish maybe the show would have been like last uh, during the day yeah. or like at least scheduled where people didn't have to leave right away. Cause then we could actually enjoy, cause this is, this is a really great, you know, concept I thought. Yeah. But unfortunately it, it left a bad taste in people's mouths just in terms of like the logistics of it. And then I guess afterwards or the day after like the PR sent like apologies to a few of, uh, you know, editors, you know, because of how it went down. But that was the other drama of the month. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, so was the banquet edible? Like people could just go in and just like- It was like a picnic, wasn't it? It looked beautiful. How cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. The concept was like a picnic and like the tables um, were really, 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 really long. So like Uh a banquet and then the plates, you know, there was like- bread and cake and 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 in in like drinks and 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 sandwiches and i don't know it was i i mean i i obviously had a few <laughs> myself because i'm like why not um but yeah it was kind of sad seeing people like having to rush and not enjoy you know the beautiful spread yeah <laughs> oh my I god <laughs> um i have a question regarding uh i mean like the covid standards because mm. when 
uh when did we go i didn't i didn't even realize it when did we go back to in like to being present at fashion shows without the fear of oh covid oh i don't know that's a good question i guess i have no idea (laughs) do you recall and i'm not sure if it was last summer during men's or this past september because i went in september that was last year and everything like everything was in person yeah uh, so I think that may have been like when it kind of started. And obviously that was before this, the third or fourth wave. I don't know how many waves we're, we're at right now. Oh my God. Whenever, whenever, whenever. <laughs> that, was, that was before Omicron. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. Did you guys, I mean, did you have to like test beforehand or show vaccinations? Like do all of that sort of yeah. stuff? They yeah. were really, so they were really strict. And like for every show you had to show. Um, so... I think it's called the Green Pass over there, oh, and it's yeah. basically a digital vaccine certificate, and they won't let you in unless you have one. Um, because I'm international or American, I just you know I could get away with showing my you know my card, like my physical mm-hmm. um, vaccine card, and and yeah. So, but otherwise, they what they wouldn't let you in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um. What was your? What do you think your favorite show was this year? Obviously, we know you loved the Diesel show. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. I'm buying those skirts. The, Diesel, the Diesel was so fun. It was really, I have really to fun. Have those skirts. Oh, obsessed. Um, I, Bottega was a big, big, big mm. highlight for me. Yeah, we and love I, Bottega. And I love and like I'm not trying to jinx it, but like I love that up until now. Like we really haven't seen like people wear that collection out and about. Like. Yeah. Like, and I think I posted something to the effect of like it's when I when so that collection expensive. came out, I was like, let's hold off on like loaning for now because like this is such a special collection. I don't want it to be you know oversaturated. Like mm-hmm. you know, like three weeks from now, and because you know, like stylists love to pull like right away. Oh my god! But no, they've, they've been they've been very good at like you know like. I guess that maintaining that exclusivity and yeah, um, so only loaning, I guess, for really, really special moments. So yeah, that was a big highlight for me. Just it was, it was yeah, it was because it, it was one of those shows, right? Where like, okay, how do you continue off what Daniel Lee did, which yeah. everyone was, like obsessed over, like hyping over? Um, and yeah, I thought it was a great um, uh, continuation of of what you know. Bottega has been doing so good. Yeah, me too. I am. Um, I've been working with them a little bit for awards uh, season this year, and every the whole team is just so lovely. And I, yeah, it's like kind of it's been interesting to sort of like have those conversations with them and kind of understand like where Mathieu is taking the brand and you know who they actually want to be wearing the clothes. And it's kind of like yes, like I I'm I'm really digging them taking the time and kind of you know really honing in on those the the placements that they really want to have um and something that i did want to talk to you about too it's like you know i cannot i cannot believe it's always fast right like it's always like we saw the mew mew skirt like you know really quickly (laughs) i think like after that show um but where it used to be like maybe a month or a few weeks or whatever now the turnaround is literally days like I think was it Hailey Bieber or she wore that Saint Laurent coat literally three days or something like after Mm -hmm. it showed on the runway and it's just like the fuck like can't we literally just enjoy and like 
it, there's no like excitement anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say that at the at the there's very no beginning. Build up. What do you make of like these hot off the runway looks? You know, I yeah. Tell what do you like, think? You guys, magazine editors, you don't even get to like showcase and like curate and like sell to the people. <laughs> like, do you mm-hmm. know? Like, exactly. Yeah, it's. I, and I I have a lot of thought about thoughts about this because uh-huh. as someone who works in magazines, like we want to you know shoot like all you know the best stuff and the best collections, and mm-hmm. we you know we can't or. Or if we do, like we have to hold off on publishing until, I guess, um, for this fall collection until like June, July. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like by then, everyone is already going to see this, you know, out in you know award shows and 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 on just in street style and mm-hmm. Instagram. Like oh it God. loses like that special like luster by the At time. At Walmart. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, by the time we shoot it, it's like okay, great. Um, for the Mew Mew thing, I thought that was a little bit different because they didn't really, we, we didn't, uh, that was September, right? So we mm-hmm. didn't really see anyone wear like the mini sets until closer, you know, to to January. Yeah. And, um, and I thought that was a better um, press strategy because by then it was on the magazine covers and it was yeah, on- Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was on, you know, the sh- all the shoots and social media and editorials and celebrities. So it was like all at once. And yeah. it, it was more a moment versus like, oh, like this is kind We've of We've already like, seen it. Tired. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know. It It was really f- <laughs> the The lifespan of that is really interesting because, yeah, I mean, you said it. It's like it was everywhere all at once. And even I think it was last week, like there was a huge Mew Mew party here in L.A. Um and no one wore it. No one wore it. No thank, one wore it. It thank was God. Yeah, it was really interesting. And I think, did you write a piece on this, Mario? That it was just like uh, how? Well, like, I I was expecting. I no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I was like, well, what? Yeah, I had to. I mean, that was the biggest takeaway for me, right? Yeah. Is like, you I couldn't believe it. Put on by the hottest brand at the moment, and you're have all these celebrities dressed in Mimi and like you would, I guess, expect to see that look <laughs> everywhere, or at least, you know, on you. but no, it was like the exact, exact opposite. And sure, like, I don't know if this was, this could either be like, oh, like we're trying to maybe like, the, the team is maybe trying to not like slow down on like, like kind of pull back on this, yeah. or maybe it's literally, they're all, all out on shoots around the world. For, could, yeah, uh, very well could like, be. So, but, but whatever it is, I think people were kind of like, oh, they're like, this is nice. Like, we can see, like, their other stuff. The and, like, other stuff, I know. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, we have other stuff, too. You know? so, <laughs> just, yeah. I <laughs> mean, also, not like that Mimu set is that hard to make. Like, it's just... <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, it's everywhere. That, Who like people are literally it, like, making the DIY. Nova. Well, DIY everyone's yeah. doing, and then it's yeah, at like, Walmart think... now. Yeah, they have the skirt at Walmart. I think, I think Aquaria actually did something DIY because I saw her yeah. at this Christian Cowan event this week, oh, and she mm-hmm. oh, really? like, like that. Yeah, I was checking yeah, for the tag, and there was no tag. I'm like, oh, this is not Mew Mew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great. Oh, but I love she, her. Yeah, but that. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, you we her, but no, she she ain't pulling no mew mew. Yeah. For that. <laughs> so, did you go to the Christian Cohen opening because um, it looked I love him so much. Yeah, he's that's he's very supportive. Thing. That's another thing. Like for Christian Cohen, it's it's such an interesting brand because, like, I I I don't I don't I don't think he sells a lot to the point where he's able to 
afford a store on on Wooster Street next to Celine and Moschino. Yeah. Like oh, like, like, like in terms, at least for like ready to wear, like his pieces are so like, like, it's so like niche in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting about Count Christian is that he's always able to find a way to secure a partner, a sponsorship for anything he does, whether yeah. it's a fashion show in New York, like all his shows in New York are like, I'm pretty sure like his expenses are like, zero if not just like really minimal because he finds someone to you know <laughs> to yeah. do the down payment for that. <laughs> yeah. um and like he's very resourceful like, i will say very resourceful. <laughs> he has a great behind him and then for this mm-hmm. store it was like done in partnership right with smashbox cosmetics yeah and it's, um, tech company square so like you know like more power to him like who who wouldn't want to like like pay the least amount possible for anything you do <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah i love I love him. I love his stuff. And I did see yeah, the, the store. Or I think it's it's a pop-up, right? No, it's a store. It's a full brick and mortar. Okay. I wasn't that, that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah it's like people are shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I saw, I saw those images and I was just like, oh, my God, I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mario, you said that the highlight of uh, the shows that you've seen uh, for this year was Bottega. Uh and you're glad that the that they're keeping it exclusive um, in terms of like who they're loaning to. Uh, but who do you want to see in this new collection? Oh. Mm. <laughs> well, obviously the hero piece of that collection is the skirt. The right? skirt. Yeah, yeah. That fucking skirt. And alleged, I guess it's like 20 something thousand yep. dollars. Oh my like, God. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's super, super exclusive. Um, I mean, who do I want to see in it? I mean, I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not like, like my, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, you know what? I want to see what? someone who I least, I least expect to see in it because. Yes. Sorry, what? Who? Who you who least, least expect. expect. Yeah. Oh, who? Because I want to be surprised, right? Like, I, I don't want to see that skirt and like. Yeah, I'm sure Zendaya will like look amazing in it. But, I like, literally just wrote Zendaya. She looks great in everything. We're all bag over it, but that's because we know like La Roche is like has great pull and like yeah. okay, okay, like, but like I want to be surprised. Yeah. So. Okay. I have a really so I have you a don't wild wanna, card. You don't, oh, who? And I'm obsessed with him, and I'm obsessed with his stylist. Um. And Harry I'm Styles. no, oh, although cool. that would be great. Um, I want to see Lakeith Stanfield in it. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Do you know Lakeith Stanfield? Oh my Word. god, he is He's... he is everything to me. And I just watched the new season. The new season of Atlanta is out, and I watched the first two episodes last night. So he's like fresh on the noggin. He is so hot. He looks so good in everything. He wears clothes so well. And Julie, uh, Julia Rajolia, I think is how you say her name, the stylist. Um, Julia. Yeah. Holy shit. She's the one. She is so fucking good. I'm obsessed with her work. Yeah, her taste is impeccable. Oh my and God. Every, every detail in, for menswear, like, oh. 
it's yeah it's like a, a moment yeah <laughs> she works with um she styles like riz ahmed lakeith mm-hmm. and um who's who's the other guy she's been working with someone else recently too but um the jumpsuit was it ysl that he wore was it to oscars yeah. last oh, with year the white lapel um, no, oh, or yeah, I think it was like the undershirt, mm. the big like cream, like 70s oh. collar one. Oh my God. That fucking broke the internet. I was just like, I, I, it, I couldn't believe it. It took my breath away. <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, I, this is where like Brooke and I are like very divided because she loves menswear. She like follows all the men and I'm like, men are the least interesting to me <laughs> to like watch, <laughs> to critique. You work, you work. You work with menswear, don't you? I do, yeah. Uh, yeah, have, she does, yeah. I have like a, it's it's mm-hmm. not, it's maybe like 60-40 at this point. But yeah, I, I kind of started off mostly working with men. And now I, I have a few female clients, but, um, and non-binary clients and, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, there's just, I just like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for tailoring. And like, just those classic, like, yeah. silhouettes. I just, oh my God, I eat that shit up. I eat it up. But yeah, I want to see like someone fun in Bottega. I want to see like, yeah, like Lakeith in a fucking skirt or who else? Who else could be so fun in that? Yeah. Someone like. Maybe Olivia Coleman. Like someone that you're just like, fuck, yes. Like, go. you know what I mean? That just like yeah, yeah, yeah. excites you. Because everyone gets. Okay. I'm sure you see this. It's like I just feel sometimes that like. Uh, there are those certain girls and guys um, that just like have the pull, you know, and it's just like you already know, like seeing it walk down the runway, you're like, okay, well, I know so and so is probably going to get that. Or it's also like specific to brands, I feel like, because obviously there's those back deals and all of that Mm. stuff. But I love, yeah, I love the element of surprise um, when it kind of comes to that. Hopefully we'll see some tonight, especially for menswear. Like, yeah. like okay, I, I can't, like the black tux, like, okay, okay. That's like, why, please. see, men, yeah. boring. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. All men are fucking boring. <laughs> Take the clothes off. <laughs> I know, and the film, and Mario, you said it too earlier. It's like, you know, the film or TV specific award shows or carpets. There is so much, like, patriarchy there and institution and tradition like built in like people don't necessarily take those risks all the time whereas opposed to like the music industry like the Grammys even or like I think there we were some... need Cher and Bob Mackie moments, like absolutely. You know, that's what the, the fucking Oscars need. Imagine <laughs> that we happening that again. Back. We need to get that back. Well, we have the Grammys next weekend, and I think that might be like the last big award show this it season. Is. So hopefully, we'll see. You know, oh my God! Wait, okay, rewind. The look that I still haven't seen anyone wore that was shown like months 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 ago and like i still need to see on a red carpet is this gucci look from the love parade show in la this like kind of like dusty orange or like (gasps) rose i know yes i know exactly which one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm like when is someone gonna wear that like (laughs) oh my god i'll be looking for that tonight and if hope and if not tonight then i guess but like yeah yeah, like please like (laughs) someone needs to wear it Oh my gosh, I know exactly which look you're talking about. Oh my god, that look was so good. I loved that show. I oh my god. That show was stunning. Did you go to the show in um this most recent one? In Milan? Yeah. No, I did not. No, yeah. 
I that was good too, but it was more. It. it was a lot of suits, wasn't it? Yeah, and like uh, Johnny and I are, have been complaining a lot recently, and I'd love to know your input on this. Um, is like the collaborations, like they showed a lot of like the Adidas mm. stuff. We're fucking tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> like enough with the collaborations, like Bellman and Barbie. Adidas, oh my Especially god, Adidas! Adidas. Like, are we really still gagging over Adidas? Like they collab with everyone. Everyone. I have to buy it for the social commentary that that like. No, I'm so serious. I know you are. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, because it, it's so ridiculous and I'm like, I have to like I have to own it. You know what I mean? Um, to like archive it. So uh, so I own a store, um, Mario. It's called Pechuga. Um, and basically <laughs> and basically like what I do is like I I I go out, I seek uh, like the, the weirdest shit that could potentially be shown on the runway. Mm-hmm. Fendace. I I want. <laughs> I I know I know I need to see this up close I, I need, need to see it in person I, just out of morbid curiosity you know what I mean like what because I mean already Versace like the, the 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 quality of it when you go into the store is like oh this is like callejones you know this is like the the, the, the alley I mean come on uh, <laughs> so so uh, I <laughs> I need to see this, you know. I also need to see uh, Chanel, uh, what Viard is doing. Um, so, okay, Mario, tell me. I mean, I don't know how you're going to be like. What do you think of Virginie at Chanel oh. right now? I mean, what do I think of her? I don't yeah. think of her. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there goes your, yeah, I know. There goes your next invite for this show. That's why. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. Um, Oh my god! We I mean, can, this is off the. You can say off the record, and I don't. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. no it's fine. Okay, I don't care. Um, yes. I, I think obviously, like what I think, and like what a lot of us, well, a lot of us think, mm-hmm. the majority of people think, honestly, is kind of irrelevant because Ooh. Chanel is an institution, and yeah. have the infrastructure and the money and the power, like, like it's like beyond what you see on the runway during Fashion Week, right? Because mm-hmm. It's just like the brand is more powerful than the designer or the, or the ready to wear collection. Like it's just they're gonna keep making bank and and you know what do I think of her collections? You know they they don't really like do anything for me. They don't really push the needle. They don't really get me excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, I know a lot of like their main like clients, like this is stuff that they wear. This is stuff that they buy for the day, you know, for their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're not looking for anything particularly um, directional. It's, it's, these are women who just love wearing Chanel clothes. And if it's, you know, regardless of whether or not we think it's interesting, like it keeps the, it keeps the machine running. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had a few conversations and it's just sort of like, eh, okay. Like there's, yeah, it's very much, you know, I, I don't know if there's anyone, unless it's like someone major that like everyone loves to be mm-hmm. in that seat. Like obviously Carl was one thing, but I think it's going to be really hard to get someone in there to like wow the masses, you know, at the house. Mm-hmm. Like and- for me, like I, 
obviously Chanel is like a staple during award season, but yeah. like ne- never gag over a Chanel look. Uh, and like, Mar- Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh, like I like I would love for, like I would love to see a Chanel look and just be like, wow, like this is just like like perfection and like I and like. It's I, never I, that. I haven't said that. I don't, I don't think those words have ever come out of my mouth. No, it's <laughs> never that. And actually, speaking to this, huh? um, Mar, you may, you may have the hot tip on this. Is Kirsten, is Kristen, Kirsten, I don't know, Kristen Stewart? Um, oh, Kristen. It, is she out of her Chanel contract? Because. No, I don't know. She's no, no, not. No, no, no. She's just been shaking it up because she was, she was in fucking Dolce at, was that Critics' Choice? I'm trying to remember. She just wore Dolce. Mm. Yeah, she wore Dolce, and then she wore a different brand, I think, right after that. Yeah, um, and I was like, I uh, <laughs> who unchanged? <laughs> who unchanged, Kristen? Uh, 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 and goes to Dolce, girl. I, well, that's uh. a whole. That's a whole thing. <laughs> well, Chanel just had did a dinner this this week for the Oscars, and obviously Kristen went. Yeah, so, like she's the, like part of the family, and yeah. obviously she worked like. I, I doubt she's not going to wear Chanel tonight. Chanel paid for that film she was in. Like, yeah. she's wearing Chanel. She is, she is wearing Chanel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Period. Point blank. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but it was, it was nice to see her in Mother Lips. And like, something I else. Say, like, I couldn't believe yeah. it. I was like, <gasps> and I love, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I do not whatsoever support current Dolce. Uh, but I was, I was like, she does look beautiful in that fucking Dolce dress. It was. What about what about vintage Dolce? So we have this conversation a lot, and we actually just had this conversation this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It's hard. It's really, really hard for me. I do not put any clients in Dolce. Um, I. It's just something that I just don't feel comfortable doing um, just because of the politics and everything that they stand for. I do not stand for, but the vintage stuff, um, a friend of ours who we just had on had a really good point. And what did Serena say? She was like the provenance basically of the Dolce pieces that you're wearing. So if yeah, they're specific coming to like vintage, right? Yeah, specific to vintage. So if they're coming from uh, small businesses or if you're like if you're connecting it, because I mean, the, the conversation that we had around Dolce also was the people that were wearing it back in the 2000s. It was mo- mm-hmm. it was mainly like the black and brown girls. Yeah. So if we can continue that. Uh, then it's kind of like, well, you get a pass. But, I mean, it's still, for for me, it's a little, um, uh, there's still a dissonance, you know, because if I sell Dolce, if I put clients in Dolce and they happen to be high profile, it, it, it inadvertently gives them press, you know? And that's yeah. like kind of what I've always wanted to avoid. But... You can't like come on the '94 collection, the bustiers that they made with the crystals, Helena Christians. I mean, it's like I, you know, and it was it was kind of, it was really interesting to see because um, I remember Sweetie a couple of like months ago, she started wearing like the archival like reissue moments mm. around, and I'm like, oh, I know where that fucking thing is from. Tatiana Patitz was was wearing that. <laughs> You know, so I mean, I don't know. There's so much history. I know with the house, 
but the the guys that run them like they're such dicks that it's like you know it's hard to reconcile you know nothing nothing contemporary i don't consider mm-hmm. it at all i now i think we're starting to i think i don't want to say people have forgotten but i just i don't think people care anymore so and they're we've talked about this before where mm-hmm. it's just like you can tell that they are spending the money they flew everyone yeah. out to venice they like had sia perform they like everyone yeah like everyone was yeah. at that show and the amount of money that the brand is spending to sort of like uh i guess you could say like cover up their <laughs> their yeah. faults yeah um is insane and i still like now you know anytime i see someone wearing contemporary dolce i'm like really and it's not even like great and to an extent, Stuff? Alexander Wang, too. Oh, well, yes. Again, yeah. I I'm mean, like, why? Absolutely not. No, there's so much. There are so many other beautiful clothes and cool brands and people that are, like, standing up for the, like, the right thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But how do you <laughs> feel as an editor? Like, are you, do you feel pressured at all by, like, you know? So, so I feel like if I work worked at a magazine where Dolce advertised, then absolutely I would feel pressured. And yeah. so that's something. And, and like you see that like at a, other, at a lot of other places um, where they cover it you know, pretty regularly and yeah. that's just the money. And that's why you had Sarah Jessica Parker wear Dolce on the cover of Vogue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Their budget for advertising is absolutely insane. Um, I wonder if we would be seeing a different narrative now for Dolce if they had if they hadn't been advertising the way they are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, like you had Anna Wintour and Edward Enfield at the Dolce show in Milan this past season. Like yep. that's because Dolce advertises. So um, I think that's one thing though for publications, but I think it's another thing for stylists because ultimately they you know have the power to you know pull put a, a client in a look. Um, mm-hmm. So that, I guess, speaks a lot to maybe like what their values are or are not are, or if there's some, I guess, money being exchanged. That I don't know. Yeah. Well, there is. <laughs> money we know talks. there is. Yeah. Money fucking talks. And that's, that was really interesting. Like, God, sort of like early on in the whole, like, you know, most recent, I mean, they've had many falls, let's say, but like, you know, I think, post oh god the the latest scandal was probably what like the china show i think right and then just like the whole advertising and you know with the models and that whole thing and Mm -hmm. it was really interesting to kind of have an eye on sort of just like who was at the front of putting the girls back in dolce after that and just i don't know it's like yeah it's like our industry like you know money is being exchanged there and also I personally was just like fucking going because some of the stylists were calling out the other stylists and they were like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, you know, and like, (laughs) like really like taking a stand. Like there's a few in particular that I was just like, yes, like, thank you. And like, as I mean, I'm a baby stylist. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not a law roach. I'm not, you know, a Jason Bolden or any of these like major you know, players. And it was just so like exciting to see some of, you know, some of the gang like standing up and being like, I'm not fucking putting my clients in this. Like, I'm not sending them to the show. I'm not spending money here. Like, I don't care. 
Like, if you come to me and offer it or pay me or whatever, like, this is not fucking cool and I'm not putting up with it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yes. Well, I think it's two things, right? I think it's money talks, number one. And then number two, I think it's just the pre-existing relationships. Like, yeah. I think Laura Rose has gone on record saying before that he literally, like, has dinners at Domenico's house. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. Like, these are, like actual like friendships and so i think it's both of those things and for alexander wang i'm really curious to see if they're going to be throwing money like dolce did for advertisements and if they do like it's going to be like like what we're seeing now for dolce like part two um because money talk Mm -hmm. but also right now as you know up to this point where we're recording he's only really had like a couple of like celebrity praise Celebrity yeah. placement. Yeah. He hasn't really had like big like editorial magazine moments. I wonder if that's because he's not advertising with them. But I heard through, through, through the grapevine that he's having a fashion show in Los Angeles next month. <gasps> so <Ew>. I will be <laughs> allegedly from a good source. Um, <laughs> I will be interested to see who goes to that. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah, so oh, lots, no. lots of lots of um, factors here for sure. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, okay, Mario, we're doing this. Um, we've started doing this thing um, <laughs> with all of our guests where we do like uh, rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, so we'll do. Do you want to do like five? Yeah, or we yeah. just yeah, or throw just them like, out. Okay, cool. Sometimes the answers take a little longer, and okay. it's like oh, fun true. to like Fine. breathe uh, a bit. But you know. Okay, let's breathe. Okay, Mario. <laughs> I. <laughs> um. Uh, what is your favorite fas- fashion show of all time? N- no matter the year, the collection. Oh. Go. Um. Well, the first one that came to my mind is the uh-huh. Fendi show. Trevi Fountain in Italy. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Yeah, that was funny. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, okay. okay. My question is, if you could share any snack with Angus Cloud, what snack <laughs> would that be? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. I feel like it's something that, that's, like, shareable. Um, I guess, like, Skittles? Oh, cute. Like, yeah, yeah, because you have M&M's. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. I fucking loved, oh my God, that piece. I was dying. I was just like, <laughs> yes, Snack King. We love him here. Oh my God, yes. we love him. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Mario, um, if you could have dinner with any designer, alive or dead, mm. who would it be? Dries Van Noten because oh. he's my favorite designer of all time. Really? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. great was, answer. Um, and oh. I went. To, I was in Paris, and uh-huh. he didn't have a show. He had like a setup inside this old, like Parisian, like like hotel particulier. I don't know how to say it. Uh-huh. Um, and he had like mannequins, right? But uh-huh. even then, like just like I was blown away. Just the 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 prints the styling the textures just it was oh it just like reaffirmed why like I love him so much <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh that's a great answer <laughs> um okay my um question is what's your favorite what's your favorite story you've ever done ooh um great question I, so I think um when twenty twenty no when twenty nineteen wrapped up 
I did this story on like the most memorable fashion shows of the decade. So mm-hmm. 2010 to 2020. And I just remember like, I just did so much research on that and and pulling up like archival videos. And um, I, I think I narrowed it down to like 12 or something. And I just, yeah, I put a lot of work into that. And I think like, it was like one of our most read stories, fashion stories of all time. And like, if you, if you Google, if you Google best fashion shows of the 2010s, mm-hmm. my link is the first one. Yay! So I got that SEO over Vogue. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, I have one last question and then you can whatever. Oh, sure. Um, okay, so Mario, if you weren't fashion editor at Paper Magazine, what would you be doing instead? Oh. I'd be a dancer. What? Oh, damn. Okay, cool. What type of dance, though? So, like, my fantasy has always been to be, like, a backup dancer to, like, Lady Gaga or... <laughs> Shut or, the fuck uh, up. And, like, go on tour and, like, do all the choreo. Like, that's just always been, like, my fantasy. That explains so. a lot. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> we're going dancing when you're out in L.A. Not for the Alexander Wang show. No, but. for Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in LA next weekend. Next oh my god! Wait, yeah. wait, next weekend? Yeah, from Friday to Sunday. No, oh, Thursday shit. to Sunday. Oh shit! I'm in Miami. A backup dance. <laughs> backup dance. That's a great fucking. You answer. know that line from um, Scary Movie, where what? like <laughs> where Brenda is like, uh, never mind. I'm, I'll go on a tangent here. Never mind. I'll send. I'll was, send you the link. I'll send you the link. I was gonna say. I was like, I don't. You, I, you never talk about movies. I want to hear. That. <laughs> no, it won't be properly explained because I'm terrible at like, explaining the scripts. But that's really cute. So are you a little monster? Would you consider yourself a little monster? <laughs> um, you know, like, like semi. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I love it. No, I, I, I love, love, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to her Clamatica Ball this summer. Love. Uh, but I, feel like I, like, I like a lot of, I like a lot of people. I like a lot of artists. Yeah, no, yeah. I saw. Yeah. I love Lady Gaga too, dude. Oh my gosh. Um, I know. I was trying to think of a last question, but that one. I love that. That's a really good one. I love it. It's oh my that gosh. Me off. Um, actually, I have one. Just because I'm curious, who are your favorite um like contemporaries? Like, who are the other? Like, who's your favorite Instagram to follow? Or like, who mm. do you kind of like? Who's your favorite person to like kiki with online? Oh well, that's easy. Um. My good sis Jose. Um, oh, I love I, Jose. Yeah, we love, love Jose. I love Jose. We should have him on. We connected online, but um, we're like real friends and you know IRL. Mm-hmm. We're both in work, and we just like have so much fun talking shit about yeah. <laughs> fashion people and <laughs> um, yeah, and like we have like Sex in the City viewing parties together. Like that's, fun. Yeah, that's, like, oh, cute. cute. Oh my god. I love that. Yeah, Jose is so nice. Um, well, yeah, well, I we're doing Met Gala again this year, so I don't know what your schedule is going to be. I don't know if there's, like, another creator's bit, but we have to get together for sure. Absolutely. It's, like, right around the fucking corner. I can't believe oh, it. God. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, where, what are people going to wear? There are no clothes <laughs> in the world. Like, Chanel. Chanel. Oh, my God, uh, Chanel. Ooh. Um. All right. Well, I think we have to wrap up. We're oh, yeah. approaching the hour. Yeah. But um, do you want to do? 
Oh, yeah. Um, Mario, tell everybody where they can find you online. Sure. It's just Mario Abad, A-B-A-D, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mario A. Abad at Twitter, because someone took my old Mario Abad handle on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they don't even tweet, so. <laughs> oh, lame! Just I hack them. Hack them. Um, and then I <laughs> I made a TikTok. It's Mario Abad, but I haven't posted anything yet. I'm, like, waiting for, like, my time to, like, do something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. You should dance on your TikTok. I think that'd be a great <laughs> I think that'll be a great I think well, that'll be the great outlet. No. no, no, let's be clear. I'm like into like full like what? choreo, like modern contemporary. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. No, I yeah, mean yeah. yeah, no, precisely. I think that's exactly what you should do. Not like yeah. the stupid TikTok oh, dances. Oh, no, oh. no. Like full on like well thought of choreography yeah or you know have you seen those people mm-hmm. that do I love this shit what? where it's like they throw up like iconic like choreo from music videos and then they sort of like mash it so it's like mm. you know like let's say Janet Jackson if on top and then mm-hmm. on the bottom is like you know just somebody in their living room like doing the choreo <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> Mario's like no, <laughs> no I, I, I feel like no I feel like I have to create like what do you call it? What do you call them? Like um, like a side account, um, like for that kind of like stuff. a finsta. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta, like, like like I gotta keep the brand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. Oh my gosh. Well, wait. Oh. I have another question then. After yeah. socials, what? do you have a favorite choreographer? <laughs> um. Yes. Um. He's. Uh, I couldn't tell you his name. He's on YouTube. He's like. He like wore he was on America's Got Talent and he wore those big high heels um, oh. with like two other guys. I don't know if you remember. Oh, but, I don't know that. Um, yeah, no, okay. but him. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I love you so much. Um, thank you so, so much, much for joining us. This is so fun. Um, I'm so glad we did it. Yeah. It was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys in LA or yeah. New York. Please, that'd be so yeah. fun. And more to come too. And we'll hopefully have you back at some point. Maybe next fashion fashion circus. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, honey. Bye, Talk Mario. To you later. Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you guys can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.